Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Emma Haslam, and you're in the right place if you are trying to conceive and you may be somebody who is thinking about, curious about, um, planning or having fertility treatment abroad. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how to deal with the rafts of unwanted infertility advice that you will receive when you are trying to conceive. And you're probably listening to this thinking, yep, I'm here. I get this all the time. And when I was trying to conceive, it literally drove me bananas, like so annoying, so annoying. And often, actually, this advice, in inverted commas, was often inaccurate as well. So not only was it not helpful, um, it was incorrect as well. Um, You know, all the stuff like, just relax. It will happen when you are not thinking about it. Go on holiday. Have more sex. Are you doing it at the right time? Don't give up. In fact, don't get me started on that one. I could do a whole episode on that on its own. My friend, my friend was trying to conceive for 60 billion years and they had 75 rounds of IVF and then literally one month fell pregnant and had a baby. You know the drill. It's draining. It's draining. And now I am inserting huge eye rolls here. Um, I don't know if I've missed any. I'm sure there's others as well. Um, And I hate them all. (laughs) Particularly the don't give up mantra. Um, That one really makes me angry as it kind of suggests that if you keep going, that in some way you're stronger and you will achieve your dream of having a baby. And that if you stop, then you're a quitter and a failure and you'll never have a baby. Um, You know, well, you do know, infertility is so hard. It completely consumed me. It took everything from me, physically, emotionally. I spent month after month monitoring everything my body was doing, spotting every symptom, and then repeating the same feeling of heartbreak on the bathroom floor time and time again, all while carry on, carrying on like everything was normal, when everything was so far from normal. It was the most isolating time of my life. And, you know, when my husband and I told people we were struggling to conceive, like we lost count of how many pieces of unsolicited, definitely unwanted and often inaccurate advice we were given. And sadly, from this community and from my clients, I know that we were not alone in this. Now, I just want to start by saying I know that usually this advice comes from a good place. Often friends, families, colleagues, and 
certainly in our case, nobody ever used those words with malice or ill meaning. Um, but, you know, simply put, infertility, infertility is just so misunderstood by so many people. And it's not always seen as a disease. And like, if people saw it more as a disease, like other diseases, I think perhaps people would maybe tackle it differently. And when we began sort of planning our fertility treatment and IVF abroad with the help of egg and sperm donation, the advice came in thick and fast. And people genuinely thought they were being supportive, but it wasn't helpful. And no one asked us what we needed in terms of support. And, you know, looking back, we were so consumed by everything that was going on to tell people what we needed. And if I'm being really honest, I kind of expected those people close to me to know instinctively what what I needed. And I realise now that that's probably a little bit unfair. Like, yes, they knew me, they know me, but how could they possibly know what I needed at that time? You know, we're all different people with different needs, different personalities. And if you haven't been through infertility, then it's very likely that you won't know what to say or how to support people despite your best intentions. So my best advice to you would be, if you can, tell those people around you how they can best support you, what is helpful and what isn't. And they'll probably be super grateful, you know, because they want to support you in the best way that they can while you're trying to conceive or, you know, going through infertility in general and having fertility treatment like IVF and things like that. And, and most people will be super grateful because they truly want to get it right and they want to support you. And if we don't tell them what we need, then we can't really expect people to get it right. Um, and it'll also help you to focus on what you need and who you need support from. Um, it might not be from your family and friends. It might be from, you know, communities that are available online. It might be from colleagues it might be from getting a mentor to support you through your treatment but if you're listening to this and you're listening to this from the point of view that you're wanting to help somebody else then I want to say a massive thank you for showing up um you know it probably sounds like a huge rant of an episode we do want your support we do um and my best advice to you would be to please think carefully about giving advice and avoid the just relax, it will happen when you're not thinking about it. Go on holiday, have more sex, are you doing it at the right time? Don't give up my friend, blah, 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 blah. Like, we know that you do not have the answer to our infertility or a crystal ball to predict the future and whether we'll be able to have a baby or not. And you know what? We don't expect that you can fix things and that's okay. Instead, please do ask us how you can support us. And if you don't know what to say, you don't have to say anything at all. Just hold our hands and tell us that you are there for us. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, it's such a difficult time. And, you know, if you've not reached this time yet, then I suppose you can prepare yourself for it. Um and just having that little bit of a think about who's around you, who you think is going to be helpful, who you think is not going to be helpful, you know, being really selective perhaps about who you choose to share the information with. You know, remember that 
for every person that you tell that you're having fertility treatment, as an example, is another person that you have to tell should that fertility treatment fail. And I say this firsthand because I've been there and done that and massively regret that. And I massively regret feeling so stuck and frustrated with the people around me because they weren't giving me what I needed. But yeah, I wasn't communicating either. Um, And, you know, if I'd have kind of thought about it ahead of time, I would have been able to work that out when I was feeling less emotional and more rational. Um, But, you know, that's the benefit of hindsight, isn't it? And that's why I wanted to share that with you today. So that's it. Short and sweet. Hope you've enjoyed and I shall see you in a fortnight. If this is the first time that you are listening to this podcast, then please do go to my show notes and download my latest freebie, which is a step-by-step short guide without the overwhelm and fear taking you through the process of having fertility treatment abroad. Just copy and paste the link from the show notes and grab your copy. Take care. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.